Hello. Good. Good day. How are you, my listeners of the Greater Generation um, podcast? Yeah, we are back and I am proud and I'm happy that I have been lucky to be consistent. Consistency is key. I'm enjoying what I'm doing and here I am with a new episode and this is going to be about stoicism. Yeah, um, there is a question that um, someone was asking me sometime. Actually, not someone wasn't asking me this question. It was more of um, a discussion between me and my friend, you know, when you go out and you just like, today the phones are off, we are just going to have to discuss this. And this is what um, the question was. I actually got, a, I wrote it down on my notebook on the phone and the question was what is the point of living if everything we do in our life gets forgotten in the next 100 years after death you know we had a wide conversation about this and i just thought that maybe i could share some of the insights we had because i think this was an interesting conversation uh, for me and the people i had this conversation with so yeah um, i just want to begin with a quote by a philosopher or a stoic um, called satre and satre says that nothingness coiled like a worm at the center of being so just i'll say this again and you go and think about it and at the end of this episode it's going to make sense right so this is a quote by satre he's a philosopher and he's a stoic he says that nothingness coiled like a worm at the center of being so let me just start this conversation what is the point of living if everything we do in our life eventually gets forgotten in the next 100 years after death let's let's first get to know this First of all, people move on so fast after death. I want you to know this. Whatever you do, people move on so fast. It's a very limited number of people who have been remembered for centuries and centuries after their death. But I can assure you, 10 years after you die, not even your family will speak about you. Well, they will because there might be pictures or something but in remembrance of the impact you had it's not going to be very visible or unique you understand people move on so fast because the world keeps on evolving and changing at a faster rate than you would expect so you'll be lucky if you get a hundred years out of it very few people have actually gotten more than a hundred years i could use an example of jesus one of the people that died and people still speak about him. So most of us will be long forgotten in 10. Perhaps less. 10 is actually a generalization because I want to give a benefit of doubt. Mind you, all this was in the conversation we had. So if the main point of your life is to be remembered and you haven't done anything uh, to warrant a lasting legacy yet, like being a Winston Churchill or and albert einstein or i don't know who's 
this guy who invented the phone. That's if anyone even remembers him, but we we are using phones uh, daily. Um, then perhaps it's time to sit down, do some unself-pitying, introspective reflection on existence and have a little serious chat with yourself. I feel like we ignore the chats we are supposed to have with ourselves. And because we focus so much on creating a legacy, I mean it's okay to create a legacy. But I mean sit down and think about this. Think so deep about this and the process of creating a legacy. And see if you'll be remembered. Now I'm not saying that do not work so hard on creating a legacy because that is um, a reluctant mind a piece of cake so you need to work hard actually i encourage people to work hard so let's continue most people most of us and including children uh, we really ask ourselves this question why one assumes that some are too busy living others are too busy surviving and still others avoid questions of existential variety and do not even give the time or opportunity to them um, to see that across their minds so I, wa- I want you to know that um before this episode i obviously made some notes right so i'm going to be reading through these things and being able to explain them so i say that most people we, we rarely ask ourselves these questions the question like why we just do things because we just feel like we always have to be too busy we have to be too busy we we we, we don't have to rest we have to work non-stop because this is the way to success uh, we do not even have a definition of success we just think that enough money or whatever we think is I don't know what your definition of success may be, but yeah, we do not ask the question why. We assume that people are too busy living. We assume that people are too busy surviving, you know, and we avoid the real quest, the real questions of existential variety. What about existing? We. I, I feel like we are we are here in a certain time frame and in that time frame we have to experience a lot of things. Most of us, some of us believe that there is life after death and other people know that life God gives or whoever the creator is, they give one shot at life and if you misuse it, that right there is your heaven or your hell. The decisions you make, right? create for you heaven or your hell so with these two perspectives we tend to get lost in how we live our lives so very few know and still fewer even care should this state of things interfere with the answer case and that's to be honest not not many of the people care not many of the people even know no, because we just want to survive, you know. We do not ask ourselves the real questions. Uh, I normally do this. I ask, I, this is how I treat my life. I believe that there is life after death. 
that there is heaven and hell you know we have a creator we have a god and i follow his word and all these things i'm a believer you know but i also believe that heaven and hell are on earth and that the decisions we make in our life create um, a continuous sense of joy and happiness or a constant set of sorrow and agony like if you decide to feed badly you're going to regret it in the near future you decide to be reluctant and not take opportunities you're going to regret it you decide to choose the easy life you're going to regret it because this you're going to have to face the repercussions of your own actions right so um as we continue i, I want to speak about how does this question come about because in some people's lives they never ever get to ask this question you know but let me tell you when life hits you against the wall you're going to have to ask yourself this question and and it comes naturally you know this this species of question uh is mostly and oftenly asked by the folks with time weighing heavily on their hands by those who have been worn out by extensive sufferings or hardships those who lack or are yet to find a purpose in life or even just those with passive in- inclinations and people who are lost and wish someone would come along to do the heavy lifting and give their life some weight or a silver a piece of gold of meaning for their lives so it's normally the people who ask such a question and you know when you have when you find your purpose in life you're most definitely not even going to know that it's your purpose in life because you're going to be too busy living i don't know if you get what i'm saying once you find your purpose in life things become automatic and before you find your purpose in life things can be a little rough a little rugged you know because you just want to find something that gives your life meaning and in the process we forget to look at the sunset or the sunrise and enjoy um we, we just literally be trying so hard to find um meaning even in places where meaning may not be where purpose may not be we are working so hard without even direction but then i feel like when you sit down and relax and you find time to just chill you know chill relax and let life flow you get actually to the point of finding purpose in life now um i'm not a philosopher so if you're listening to this and it makes me sound like um <laughs> I don't know um Sartre or I don't know what philosophers or stoics you people like reading about I'm a philosophy guy uh, I like reading books and stuff so yeah but I'm not that kind of um, I'm I'm just this is just my raw information and with a discussion based on a discussion a conversation I had with uh, some of my friends yeah over coffee So the right answer may be 
quite an unanticipated and not entirely intuitive, yet it remains rather straightforward, simple and a pragmatic one. By the way, you should go and read, I mean if you like stoicism, you should go and read um, some book called uh, The Concept of Pragmatism to Living a Fulfilled Life. I feel like these, these things actually help. For me, they I'm, anyway, I'm just curious. I hope they will help you. And so, yeah. If, if, if my answer to your question appears unimaginative, uninspiring, uh, uninteresting, or an otherwise, it just seems plain unsatisfactory, perhaps tinkering around it with... Tinkering around it will help. That's for my answer. And... What it may need is just an upgrade, a modification, in short, a rephrasing or asking a completely different question might help. And after saying all this, I know it didn't make sense, so I'm going to explain it in like 5 to 10 minutes because I do not want to have a long podcast. And if you have reached this far, then we are getting to the golden part of the show right this this life i i don't know different things give different people joy i was speaking to a friend of mine called awin one of those by a shout out to awin he's, he's a software engineer somewhere i hope he's actually doing great in life um, yeah i was speaking to awin uh, on this concept of of life and as 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 we discussed, we found out we 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 hit uh, a lot of topics, a lot of discussion points, and we were speaking about the purpose of life, you know, and what actually would make people happy, or what what leads to happiness. And we found out he 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 told me that. Most people have a pre-described thinking or analogy of happiness. They think that it's in materialistic uh, possessions, all these things. And the truth is that the things to do with materials is that you're always and always going to want more. You know, when you have nothing, you could work so hard to buy a sweet as a, as a kid. And then once you realize that you can have 1,000 sweets, the appetite grows. And you're like, you know what? I want a biscuit. Now from a biscuit, I want noodles. And from noodles, I want, I want this and this and this and this. And by the time you have the ability to buy a Lambo, you'll be like, I want a jet. It is never satisfying in life. And life has never been satisfactory. So what is a purpose? If the purpose is not to get these materialistic things, I would say that the purpose of life is in nature and love. And the description of love is in us. And I've explained this to someone before. Shout out to Tracy. Tracy will be on my podcast maybe in two weeks from now. But we shall be speaking about uh, a lot of things um, 
lgbtq and stuff <laughs> oh let's say so many topics but yeah uh, tracy asked me what is love and i told tracy that love is you love is me love is us because i believe that you cannot give what you do not have we spend a lot of time trying to extract love from people because we cannot actually love ourselves right and because we we do not we cannot even fulfill the things we want other people to do for us to ourselves we set high standards and the quality or we demand so much from people so much of things that they cannot give to us and we cannot even love ourselves we should be able to do that for ourselves so that when we go out there we are only giving out and not just collecting it should be a shared you know vision and mission so back to the concept of of life i feel like life is us and the way we approach life in different is in different perspectives and different opinions and i i just want to say that with life and how you approach life is that you should be happy i have said this over and over again you should be happy and you should seek for joy and happiness you should look out for the things that actually make you happy that means you should not look at other people's version of happiness when you know i i learn a lot from people and conversations so um this previous week again you know i'm i'm going to use references for my conversation so if if you're having a conversation with me uh <laughs> better have a profitable conversation because somehow I'll, I'll use you for reference so this previous week I, I was speaking to someone again a friend of mine right and they were telling me why they deleted all the social media applications or why they no longer use social media anymore and we were speaking about snapchat you know the streaks and what like people streak you know to keep up with other people's lives because sometimes it's so hard to send a text and what and these things and twitter can be used to get news and what and what but that's one side of life the other side of life is the impact the social media has on our well-being and this is what this person actually explained to me let me give an example there's a version of twitter called relationship twitter and you know it you know it you if you're on twitter you know relationship twitter they create an illusion that everything is okay and then people forget to actually live their own lives and they're just looking forward to living other people's lives use the example i used of materialistic things it happens here too people forget to live their own lives and they just want to live other people's lives because it just feels like yeah this one is loved so much or this is what this person is supposed to do or things like this and they forget that actually people are filled with love and they can experience they can experience it and share it in different ways and they can give it in different versions so she was explaining to me the impact of social media and why she quit social media she was telling me she has become happier in her life without social media that um, encouraged me to actually quit media 
and today I will say is day two of me quitting media. Not obviously not WhatsApp, <laughs> but I'm speaking about influential things. You can get news elsewhere. You can, but the biggest impact is that it's disorganizing our mental health, and you know. So, what I was trying to say is that in life you're supposed to find ways of making yourself happy, and happiness is within. Look for the things you love. Ever since I realized that I like watching sunsets, all I need to do is get my book, my novel, go wait for the sunset, and read. It makes me happy. Yeah. So, we've come from so far, and I have been able to explain this maybe in 10 minutes, and I just want to tell you that we are going to have a diversion of this podcast we are going to you know we are going to recreate uh this podcast we are not changing anything but the next episodes are not going to be so uh serious and you know about all this stuff the next episodes are going to be so interesting and we shall begin with this topic um about high school relationships were they worth it or not now i, I know this topic it, it will benefit, it will be an interesting one. It doesn't matter whether you're married or you're a university student or you're actually a high school student or you're thinking of going to high school. But it's going to be an explicit episode and I just wish you the best. I hope this episode added a lot to you. And yeah, blessed week and blessed month. Yeah.